Okay, we are continuing our five-part series on the five indicators of real recovery, also known as five things that will rebuild trust in your relationship. So um, today's topic, the, the final thing in this series we're going to talk about is consistency with your actions and behaviors. We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. All right. First, before we do that, let's read a review, which I just noticed that we have a ton more ratings and reviews. And so thank you if you've taken a few minutes to do that. It does help other people find us without you having to share it very openly. So this one's called Very Insightful for Any Marriage. This podcast has really opened my eyes to my relationship and our relationship. Regardless if there is a a porn issue, your marriage can benefit from this podcast. I'm so glad I found it. Thank you. That's a cool, cool review. Yeah. And I love when it's any marriage, right? I have some, some cousins and friends that listen just because they know me and um, they're not struggling with betrayal trauma or anything like that. And they, they, the feedback that I've gotten from them is like, oh my, oh my goodness, like your podcast has, has helped me so much. It's been amazing. And so um, I know we're, we have this niche that we're in, but yeah, it, I, I think it helps all relationships. Yeah, there's application everywhere. Just because we're talking about like real life skills and we're talking about mindfully uh, navigating life well, with those the, skills. The, the, uh, the consequence of good recovery is healthy attachment. And so we, we talk about that and uh, what healthy attachment looks like in a relationship and, you know, principles of honesty and empathy and what we're talking about today, which is consistency. So before we get into that though, yes. I just want to say this, um, the holiday hope promo for our program, shattered trust to thriving intimacy that's actually still going right now and uh what that means is is we have done a few things number one is we've added three bonus calls uh to this uh to this promo and what that means is in january february and march you'll have an opportunity to hear from each of us yep ashlyn kobe and brandon on one of one from each of us yeah one from each of us and that will allow you to consume content in the course and then come and ask questions like real time, which is, which is incredible. That's also going to be available for everybody else who's, who's uh, previously purchased the program. But here's what's cool is this holiday promotion will allow you to make uh, installments, make payments via installment. So that way you can come into the program at the lowest price point that we've ever had. And um, that way you can, you know, make make sure that you get what you need as far as uh, your own recovery is concerned while still not like draining the bank during uh, during the holiday season. So we're pretty excited about that. Take advantage of it. You can go to shattered to thriving dot com. And um, there's also a ton. If you scroll all the way to the bottom of that page, shattered to thriving dot com, there's tons of questions that we get that are all answered. So if you have specific questions that maybe we haven't answered here on the podcast, jump over there and I'm sure you'll find your answer. Yep. And remember, this comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And we've done that specifically because we know the content is legit. You've got well over a decade of clinical experience in Brandon as the expert, as well as uh, time in, in our own story 
and in recovery and, and mentoring people. Yeah. Exactly. So you're going to get real life experience, um, really that's unique to any other thing that you're going to have. So love you guys to check that out. And remember that goes through. When's that go through? First of the year. Yeah. That goes through the first of the year. <laughs> so take advantage of that. So yes. with that said, let's talk about uh, the topic for today in this five-part series, which has been a super fun thing for us. I think this is really the first multi-part series that we've done on the podcast, no? The, f- the first of many to come. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I think so. we're enjoying it, and so are our viewers. Yeah. So with that, we've talked about things like honesty and empathy and um, just just being connected to the things around the house. Um, and with all of it, you guys, all of that stuff is great, um, but it really doesn't matter and it doesn't work without consistency. So consistency is key. It, it is, if, if not the most important ingredient, it's definitely one of them. And, and I don't think we've talked about it enough. Um, so, you know, Ashton, I want to ask you yeah, as a, as a, you know, fitness coach <laughs> as, you know, how, how, you know, how does consistency play into that? Giant. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is I see so many similarities between recovery work and the work that I do with fitness and nutrition. Yes. Um, I, I often tell, I told my girls today on our group call for fitness and nutrition, like just add one thing a week. So don't take stuff away, right? right? But it's so much easier to add a behavior than to to start ripping them all away, right? Yes. And so, hey, if you want to show up consistently as what honest and say, hey, I'm going to try being really honest in these really little things, or I'm going to show up and be consistent at helping with household duties, like needs, whatever. <laughs> I always say <laughs> right. that wrong. Um, just saying, I'm going to add one thing, and and really try to show up, and then you just keep adding. So, so, so I'm kind of hearing you say, don't overwhelm yourself. Oh yeah. Just get one thing that you can. And, and, and so it's not so much about the perfect system. Mm-mm. It's about doing something that they can do consistently that actually creates the change. Yeah. Well, right. and Kobe and I, I mean, we, we've said it before we wanted for what we've been married almost 20 years in January, which sounds bananas, but you guys are old. We got married <laughs> when we were babies <laughs> and we wanted, I mean, we would try so hard different years, like we're going to be better at this thing and we're going to be better at that thing. And then you go all in mm-hmm. and then you go all out because yeah, you like fall <laughs> for three days. Like you're killing you're it. In it. Yeah. And you have all this energy and motivation. And then you're like, can't do it anymore because the kids kept me up at night or, you know, work is busy, whatever. There's comes always up. a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And so for us, it was really dumbing it down to figure out how do we make this consistent so that I show up again tomorrow. Right. So for instance, like journaling for us went from, Oh, this thing that like, Oh, we're not good at and we can't be consistent at to, you know what? 10 minutes or less. Okay, good. So even if I'm like in the middle of something, it was like, Nope, you're done. Because if, if I go for 30 minutes, I won't show up the next day because it took so much. Right. Right. Yes. Um, uh, totally. Every time I go jogging in my mind, I, I, you know, I'm like half a mile into my jog and I feel like I'm going to die. And I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm going to run that marathon in March, you know, <laughs> and, and I need to get that out of my mind and just be like, I just need to get through this two miles. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and tomorrow I need to try to get two miles and, and that's where I need to be right now is keep it simple and, and have these things that I can do that I actually look forward to. 
um, that really helps with consistency. So I want to come back to, to the working out thing for, for a minute. I just want to talk about working out the whole time. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> but so I've gone to the gym um, not that often in my life, um, not as much as I'd like to go. But uh, several times I've gone and I've just hit it hard, like lifting weights. I, and, and I go home and I get really sore and I don't go back for like three more months. And then I go back again and I get really sore. And you know what, guys? It's really crazy. I don't have a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Why don't I have a six pack? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious, right? Yeah. But it's not, it's not that I'm not willing to go work out. I'm willing to go do the hard thing. What I haven't done is I haven't, I haven't just consistently done it over time. And the reason I give this example is because if I really want results, if I really want a shift, um, it's not about having the perfect program laid out in front of me, but it's about executing that program over and over and over again. And that's when all of a sudden the muscles start popping out a little bit, right? Or y y you know what I mean? Yeah. And I honestly, I used to look at people who used, like I would see working out consistently and I would be like, they're just obsessed and they're just weird and blah, blah, blah. You judge them. I was yeah. super judgmental because it was coming from a place of like, I can't do what Your they're own doing. Shame. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then we got into this routine where like, you guys, we work out 30 minutes or less. Like we are not extreme athletes at all, but it keeps us coming back every single day. And even on holidays, but like this Thanksgiving, when we worked out, um, Kobe said, oh, I remember years ago looking at someone who shared that they'd work out on, thir on Thanksgiving and thinking like, what's wrong with them? Right. You know, they should be taking a nap or, right. you know, taking a break, but we wake up and it's like, it's any other day for us. And right. it's our routine. And it's not this place of shame or obsession. It's like, no, this is part of our mental health. And it's just this lifestyle. So, so Ashton, you just nailed some of the keys to consistency. Um, one is routine. Mm -hmm. um, another is um, a routine despite kind of what's going on in life. Yeah. So, you know, well, it's December and I'll start you know, living healthy and doing good things come January. No, somebody who's consistent is saying, I don't care that it's December or the summer or whatever. I'm going to do these things consistently. Um, the, uh, the other thing is, um, so, sorry, so routine, no excuses, and following through and, and making it simple. That yeah. was the other thing that you're saying. Making the things simple. Sometimes when people come into treatment, what they'll do is they'll be just, and I'll do this in an intake. I'll say, well, you should go to this group and read this book and listen to this. And, and it's just like, boom. And to simplify it, make it doable. Um, you just said we're not like great athletes. But you know what you are, Ashlyn? You're consistent. Yeah. And because you're consistent, you're getting results. And because you're getting results, you're actually mentoring other people in, in this area of, of being healthy. And it's all about being consistent. Yeah. Right? And that's funny enough. That's what I hear most when I get clients for fitness and nutrition. They're like, I don't necessarily, I'm not looking for your body. It's that you keep showing up for six years, yes. I keep showing How up. How do you do that? Like, what are you doing? And yes. I'm like, nothing we do is magic. Habit, routine. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just as, as hard for you. It's that yep. a workout today is painful. You feel pain today, yeah. right? Yeah. And you, you have excuses as to why you wouldn't want to do that. 
you just don't buy into those excuses and you've committed and you do it anyways yeah. and you just keep doing it. It's interesting. Uh, my friend from childhood, we talk and she said, you know, Ashlyn, I, I look at you and I think she's got this six pack, right? Like I could have a six pack if that was my priority, if working out and eating healthier was a priority. And she's like, I can openly admit it's not right. Like that's not right. on my list of to do's. And so for us, it never was for me either. Right. And you know what? I got the six pack and it didn't change a dang thing. Right. <laughs> like you wanted to be healthy. Yes. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, it is on our list of priorities is our health. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I think it's also that of if you want to be consistent in parenting or as a husband or wife or whatever arena, it's saying, okay, this is now a priority. Well, yeah, this is why I say, um, when it comes to recovery, and if we were to shift this conversation into recovery, right, not, not just getting a six-pack, which is a awesome too, but, <laughs> um, you know, where, where does recovery fall on your priority list? And what's awesome about recovery, it's such a vague term. Um, being, recovery means being balanced in your life and being healthy and being free. Um, and so that's what recovery is. And so where does that fall in, in, in your priority list? And, you know, does Thanksgiving come over recovery? You know, does, does that time when your spouse goes out of town and you don't have to really work your dailies because she or he's gone and so, like, forget that, I'm going to enjoy my life. Does, does your recovery fall off the map when you go on a business trip, right? You, Kobe, you, you talk about that a lot, right? Um, where consistency says, regardless of all of this stuff, my recovery is a priority, and I'm going to do those things no matter what. It's so. interesting to hear all this, and I've just been listening. I just, there is such a uh, mystique that exists about consistency in the world of recovery, but really about, about a lot of things. I like that there, word mystique. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there really is. It's like this, I always, like this unicorn, right? This pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And what's really cool about this is, um, I think we have in our heads for us, I'm not talking about anybody else, but for us, Ashlyn, you and I have, we've debunked that notion that recovery is this mysterious thing that's just had. And, um, excuse me, when we talk about, um, oh, Brandon, I lost my thought. What was it? You were just saying, what was he just saying, Ashlyn? Lots it of was things. consistency about... Well, let me help you, Kobe. Okay. Okay. So I, I love what you're saying, which is <laughs> that it's like people, people... But I hadn't really said it because I still like... <laughs> well, I think I love where you're going. People <laughs> look at people who are getting results and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to be like them. I want to make the money that they make. I want to be as sober as they've been. I want to, you know, have the body they have, right? And they look at that and they're like, oh, I want that. And there's... There, it's not rocket science. Like you say, there's this mystique around it. Like, well, how? Like, how do they do this? And it's not rocket science. The, the key to it is those people who are getting those results that you want in your life are the ones who have been willing to day in and day out do the things that other people don't really want to do consistently. Yeah. And, and they do that consistently. So it's simple. It's not, there's no mystique about it. Mm -hmm. I love that word. I'm going to keep using that. <laughs> um, th it's not complex, but it's, you know, when that alarm goes off at 6 a.m., you, you, you get up. 
when when that meeting that that twelve step meeting comes around that you know you used to talk yourself out of every single week, you get in your car and you go to it. Um, your dailies, you know, you journal for five minutes a day. Um, th those little inputs in your life will have drastic consequences for the good if you do them over and over and over again. That's the uh, it's, so. Thank you for that. The, I mean, the. I share this just with a little bit of sensitivity, but I had a conversation with my uh, sponsor this week. He's really my accountability partner now because, anyways, but it's been five years since we since we um, started this journey together. My sponsor and I, five years we've been together. Um, <laughs> and and I had the conversation and he's like, you know, I've worked with a lot of people, Kobe, over, the, over five years because I was actually the first guy that he sponsored. Like the, the week that I went and was said, okay, I'm going to find a sponsor was the week that he put a yes on the spreadsheet of, are you willing to sponsor somebody? So he sponsored a lot of guys over the, over the five years. And he said, still to this day, he's like, you're the most consistent. He's like, with very rare exception, um, you, um, you, you check in with very rare exception every night. And I do. And it's typically between a minute and nine seconds and like a minute and like 20 seconds. I can, I, I just, I always look at that, but that's enough. And I say that not to say it was a minute, uh, just a little over a minute. Yes. But you did it consistently. I, and I well, still and he do. It's like a process yes. that keeps, I have very specific simple. metrics that I go through. That's what matters. And the that is, the, that is what matters because it allows me to assess and evaluate the things that I want to improve yes. or the things that I know will keep me safe and will keep me focused. And what I, what I realized was, just looking back, I needed to have, it's not a matter of like executing a single task, for instance, like working out. It's not a matter of just like, okay, I've just got to go work out. It's like, what do I need to be able to do in order to um, set myself up for success leading to the execution of that? So for example, for a long time, Ashlyn and I with workouts, in the morning we would say, Okay, we want to wake up at like six o'clock and work out, or six thirty, or whatever the case is. And legit, we would put pre-workout next to our bedside tables, just powder in in the cups, and then we had like another another uh, water bottle. And in the morning, when the alarm would go off, with one eye, I would lean over <laughs> and kind of carefully pour the water in to one stirred up, give it to Ashlyn, and I'd do the same thing with mine. We'd sit up in bed and just drink that. So we were thinking the night before. Preparing. Yeah, we, we knew were, that we'd have an excuse. I think that's a, that's a good one for consistency. <laughs> Set yourself up for success. Yes, and so it's a matter of saying, I need to, because so much of, 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 of addiction is chaos. It's, it's um, being a mess. It's not being organized. It's not looking ahead. It's not planning. It's not forecasting, having foresight. That's not recovery. I mean, that That's reminds addiction. me of a lot of things you guys do, like salads in a jar, and you smoke a bunch of eggs. All I mean, so you have the food ready, you're prepared, yeah. So you can consistently exactly. do that, right? Yeah, it's it's the same. Um, I mean, Ashland's really good at those kinds of things. I'm really good at buying the Oreos from Costco because there's always an endless at that. roll it's of consistent. Oreos. <laughs> Very consistent. to have no matter what. <laughs> but the, I, I said I share that in jest. But the, let me just nail this one yeah, point, yeah. On, and, and that is. We figured out a system for us that works. That it's not this big, elaborate thing. It was like pre-workout the night before. We we just looked ahead and said, what what do we need in order to to, to execute but this? I feel, 
I think it's also important. Some people would look at that as a weakness. Like you had to get up using pre-workout. Hell yeah, I did. It's six o'clock in the morning. That's part of it though. It's like (laughs) taking away the, who cares what someone else thinks? This is what works for me. Right. Right. And that's what happened with like our spiritual devotional is everyone's saying at church that we should be doing these things. And it's like, well, that doesn't work for us to stay consistent. So this is the way we're going to do it. So this is how I can do it. So I don't have like a notebook out while I'm listening and I'm like taking notes or... I don't have it printed out while I'm listening to it and I'm highlighting it as... Right. I, I don't do that. Right. Because my whole objective is, is just to have a, a single moment of communion with God where I can right. connect what I'm feeling with what is being spoken. Right. Yeah. That's yes. it. Yes. And, and I know that, is, has, that has had a positive effect over it because I'm probably, I don't know, 99% with my well, spiritual I, I emotionals for the last five years. Kobe, what you're saying, we should do it. It's not rocket science. We need science. to do a whole episode on this, but the, th- the things that you do um, you know, consistently, I, th- I think it's really important that you have the right intention underneath yeah, yeah. why you're doing those things consistently, or else it's not, you're not going to get the and, results. And to either. that well, point, that's exactly why we did what we did. We said, this, uh, if, I w- if, I had, if I had intentions based from shame that said, I'm not going to be good enough in doing my spiritual devotional, unless I do it the ideal way. Yeah, then you're not going to stick to it. I'm not going to stick to it. No. And that's based from a place of shame, and right. I'll peter off. But if I can say, okay, here's, I'm going to let go of what's ideal, right. and I'm going to embrace what's realistic. That means I'm going to be making like bologna sandwiches for my kids while I'm listening to it. Okay, we don't eat bologna. Anyways, we don't eat bologna sandwiches for our kids. If you do, it's okay. Yeah, because <laughs> I grew up on those, actually. They were pretty good. But um, but that we find out what works for us. So that way, Brandon's like, we've, we've been all over the place today. <laughs> I love this episode. Bologna, pre-workout, <laughs> bananas, all the things, right? With all of the uh, bologna sandwiches, bananas, everything we talk about, I hope you're getting that it's important to be consistent. <laughs> and that you uh, really dumb it down. Yeah. Yes. Like, figure out what you want to do. We're going into a new decade, a new year, mm-hmm. and that's when everyone has it on their mind. We're yes. thinking about like, oh, I didn't do the thing I wanted to do this year maybe yes. I, I wasn't who I wanted to be now is it like everyone's already thinking it. it's human to go into a new year right. with like goals and intention so learn from previous years where things didn't work out and say I didn't I couldn't run a 10k because I couldn't get up in the morning and do that okay so does that mean that at lunchtime you run for 20 minutes and then go shower and eat lunch and get back to work or does that mean that you just start walking like in the morning times for like 10, I mean, it's like, what's the buildup that's sustainable? Right. What's the thing you could do that, that, that can offer sustainability, consistency to the routine that you really want to have? I also think you need to have a why. So, for like, sure. you know, I, I was talking to a guy this morning and we were talking about stages of change and there's, there's the stage of change, there's pre-contemplation, then there's contemplation and that's where most of us get stuck. We're contemplating wanting to change. I want this to happen, or I'm going to start, you know, eating good, or I'm going to start working my recovery. We're contemplating that. And then we'll dabble a little bit, just dabble. Like, like I say, I'll go to the gym once every three months or right. And, um, the next one is, is action. And then, so, so it goes pre-contemplation, contemplation, action, well, preparation, action, and then maintenance, right? Yeah. And so what takes a person from contemplation to maintenance? And, and you know, it, it's nice to s- have this conversation about consistency, like, just do this, you should do it, you should do it consistently, you should, 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 should. Well, 
you need some motivation there. Yeah, for sure. Um, what is your motivation? Maybe it's to avoid pain. Maybe it's because you you really have a reason behind why. And this is it comes back to that the episode we did about being proactive in your own recovery, like really knowing your why, and and then you'll be consistent even when the spouse goes out of town. Um, you'll be consistent for you, mm. and you'll be consistent because you're create, you create. You have something that you're building, not something that you're running away from. Yeah. Right. It so. makes me think of um, like when I was little, I would hear this a lot. Like, what do you do when no one's watching? You yes. know, and it's, am I doing this for me or am I doing it because people are watching me or I, my spouse is watching yes. me? And if I don't get that validation that I did a good job, will I show up tomorrow? Yeah. Yes. You know, and so it's absolutely figuring out why you're doing it and making sure it's for your own. And, and, and you, when you have that why, listen to what Ashton just said. It's really important. When you have that why... That and and you show up consistently. Um, that's the be- one of the best indicators of integrity. Um, that you are an integritous person who who is going to be consistent in being who you are and what you want to create, no matter what. Right? You have integrity with yourself. You have integrity with those around you. Yeah. Um, I will also say, from a biological standpoint, a scientific standpoint, remember when we when we try to implement this, whatever it is, whether you're just going to play pickleball every day or three times a week, or you're going to you know, start reading a new book, your existing biology is working against you, meaning your brain and the existing neural pathways that you have, that they're working against you. They're not working for you yet because there isn't a, a neural pathway, a pathway of thought that allows you to execute your dailies or to uh, be mindful of those right now. You have to be able to uh, mindfully and and a lot of times painfully create those. It's not like physically painful, but it's but it's annoying, and it's hard to be mindful about executing something that that's not in place because our brains like to go on autopilot. Consistency is what um, takes advantage of our neuroplasticity. If that made any sense. Yes. Um, consistency is what builds new pathways in your brain, and um, doing it once probably won't but consistently doing it over and over repetition is is the key to new behaviors and new new outcomes in your life yeah and that's how you can execute all this stuff and not even think about it okay so i have a question so i've had a few gals reach out to me recently in the last few months who they've done like a recovery program um been to therapy done even some of them my groups yeah and here they are years into things and their spouse has just told them yeah, I'm not living recovery. Like I've had an affair or I'm doing this thing. And, um, often what I hear back from them is like, they were really consistent. They were doing all the things and then they felt really good. Okay. And so they stopped doing all oh, the things. Yeah. Right. Interesting. And so it's kind of goes to that maintenance mode yes. that you're talking about. Like, that's what I feel like we live in yes. is just like that, con- like growth mindset. We're willing to go to therapy as needed. We're willing right. to do new things. But we're pretty much maintenance mode. Yes. You know, and maintenance does not mean sitting on your hands and doing like nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's like consistently doing these things. I took this medicine and I feel so great. Now I'm not going to take it anymore. That's the Western model, right? (laughs) Like, here's the cure. You're good now. No, it's consistently maintaining things. That's a great point. I think there's a lot, in speaking to that, there's a lot that can be said about uh, two, two things here. Okay. Number one is mental focus, number two is consistent effort. So when, we th- when things are going well, 
that's I always rehearse to myself because I've done exactly what you just described. I, I haven't masturbated in like three weeks. Dude, maybe I'm over this. Like may, maybe I'm good. Oh my gosh. But what happened was, is I lost focus. My mental focus, gone. And I didn't, I, well, I wasn't consistent anything anyways. I just was lucky or whatever. But mental focus, I think, is what can allow you to stay consistent. When things are going well, let that intensify your focus. And I've said that a number of times on the podcast before, but, but that's the, it's easier to execute dailies when things are in life are going well. It's easier to execute when you have momentum, meaning there are fewer obstacles that get in your way. And that's why mental focus is so important because you can really take, um, you can really deepen the neural pathways when things are easier in life and things are going well to, to more firmly establish the routine and the lifestyle and the way that you want to live. And that's why I'm just such a huge, huge believer in this. And I, and I will tell you that recovery, this part of recovery, this arena of recovery, and it's not just about dailies, but it is... It's helped me to, to, to live the way that I've always wanted to live and to be the person I've always wanted to be. And that's only because of mental focus and consistent effort. But by doing that, I think there's another piece of this that we can touch on is, is I, did this, I, I, I started doing this for you, Ashlyn, and the girls, just to preserve my family because you guys were, Ashlyn, you're like one foot out the door, like, I don't know if I'm going to stay with you. So I was like freaked out. I was also freaked out because I was like, if I die right now having had the second affair, <laughs> next time before I got him toast, I have to get this fixed. But what happened was is I got into a really good rhythm of, of doing, and over time, the being caught up because I was mentally focused. The, 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 the heart and the mind and the growth caught up with the doing, and that helped establish trust and safety in your eyes. I was doing it for me eventually, <laughs> but that also helped. So even when I wasn't doing it for me, I was also sowing seeds of trust and safety for you yeah. by being consistent. For is, example, that, is that a fair statement? Yes. Like when we would get in an argument or maybe we weren't feeling as connected to still see him showing up for himself was a big deal for me. Like, okay, he really oh, is absolutely. doing this and yes. it doesn't depend on how connected or disconnected we are, which that Con meant Consistency a lot. is probably the most important trust building block there is in a relationship and you know like you can do all the other good stuff but if you don't do it consistently then it's gonna it's gonna crash and burn yep. but if you consistently do it over time that's where trust like they know who you are they know what you're gonna be over and over and over again and so yeah i mean consistency is important for your own individual recovery and an awesome side benefit to it all is you'll be a trustworthy person as well, which is awesome. That's a cool so. thing. That's a cool thing to have and to realize I am worthy of trust and I, and I love who I'm becoming. And there's, there's um, a few things that can help with that. Number one is Google Assistant. Number two is Alexa. Number three is Siri. <laughs> and whether you're an Apple or an Android user, l legitimately, you have an assistant that can help you remember when it's time to execute whatever plan it is you want, whether it's workout, whether it's, it's journal, like it's so true, guys, it's and it so sounds dumb. like lame, but it's like take advantage. We use it all the time. Of it, 
Alexa tells me when to water my plants. <laughs> she also tells me for a long time, she told me when to eat because Kobe and I are opposites. When I'm stressed, I don't eat. Like it's mm. not even in my head. And when I'm stressed, I just, I just eat for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to set alarms on my phone at times in different seasons to be like, eat. Right. You need to eat something. Yep. Um, so yeah, use those reminders. Nothing wrong that with that. That sounds silly, but I promise you, my, uh, my alert, my reminder to call Rob goes off every night at 930. That's your, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I heart you, Rob. Sponsor. Yeah, my sponsor. But that still goes off every night, and guess what? I, I never, that's I, one of the reasons why I always do it. Right. So use those devices because they're here to help you for sure. Okay, guys, that's all we got today. That's the fifth and final episode on this five-part series, correct? Consistency is key. Yes, yeah, correct. for sure. Thanks, so, guys, guys, thanks for being here. Please don't forget, rate and review. That's how others find this who are in desperate need of help. So... Glad you guys are with us.